So today I'm going to go through Gracie's driving force needs. So a few months back, actually probably about four months or so back, we went through, and if you've read my second book, Mastering Yourself, we talked about how we make a list of all the things that we love and enjoy in life, and then we're going to build our life around doing those things in our personal and professional life. And the reality is, is that when somebody doesn't feel like they're the work that they're doing, or whether they have a, a business or they're working for somebody else, when they don't, f- they always feel like something is missing. It's usually because there are things that are really super important to them and that, that they love doing that they're just simply not able to do enough or with enough frequency that's in the either their personal or their professional life. And so everybody has a list of things that are innate and natural to them, to that they love, that they're passionate about. And when you spend your time doing things that you love and you enjoy, it feels like playing. And when you can play at something, you'll work harder at it, you'll obsess more over it, you'll work harder at it than anybody you might be competing against. And so when you align your life around the things that you're most passionate about, that you love, that you enjoy, like we're going to go through Gracie's List, which is also one of the exercises from my second book, Mastering Yourself, what we're going to do with this list is, because she has 30 things that she came up with, and unfortunately, I didn't film her when we were actually going through this process, but I am going to film it with Chunky, so you can see the process of actually coming up with these items. But here, this is what happens after you have your list of things. And so the goal is to find out how your current job or maybe your future business or your future job will enable you to do more of the things that you love and enjoy in life because that will make you feel like when you get up every day that you're actually doing what you were put on this earth to do. So today, I have a special guest, my right-hand person, if you will, somebody that I've known for almost three decades. And any of you that has done a phone session with me and you've corresponded through email setting up those phone sessions, or you've read my articles and seen how beautiful they look, the pictures look, or seen the Instagram images... We have Gracie's mother here with us today, who is a obviously dear, dear friend of mine, one of the people that's in my personal circle of trust, if you will, my board of directors, who's been a ride or die person with me for almost 30 years. And if you wonder why Gracie's so amazing, it's because of, obviously, her mother. This would be Jennifer. Hello. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I have known Corey for about 25 plus years. Um, I come from a background of psychology, so I blend pretty well with Corey and his entire, you know, um, All of his work, his everything that he believes in, actually, I'm really a hundred percent involved in my children and raising amazing people. 
And I feel like everything that I've done, all the work that I do with Corey has actually helped me raise my children, 100%. I've raised better human beings after knowing Corey and working with him for the past, what, five, six, seven years? Almost seven years. But we've known each other for way longer than that. So, yeah, I'm Gracie's mom, and I'm Corey's assistant. And an interesting factoid, Jennifer's ex-in-laws at one time were best friends with my ex-in-law. So if you read my book, 3% Man, and you read about me talking about my wife, obviously Jennifer was one of the people that knew me back in the day. And we worked together in construction and my ex-wife. And it was just kind of funny how life comes along and you meet certain people that you're, they're just going to be in your life no matter what. And she's been, like I said, one of those kind of ride or die people. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through with Gracie's list here of the 30 things that she loves and enjoys. And we're going to relate them to what she's doing with us here on obviously my YouTube channel and my work because she's obviously listened and been taught by her mother over all these years on how to apply the things that are in my different books and she's gotten results and it's just interesting working with her the last five seven months and hearing her talk it's oftentimes like you know it's like hearing myself talk you know just the words that come out of her and her mother and I Jenna and I have talked about it's kind of like channeling and it's like that vibe and that energy just flows through her effortlessly and it's cool it's cool to see so we're going to go over her list here of the things that she loves and enjoys and so why don't you start with number one tell us item number one and explain a little bit about it and what you love about it and what you're passionate about and why you chose it as something you love and enjoy. So um, my number one on this list is that I love painting and creating. Um, I'm actually a art major right now, which kind of reflects the love of mine. Um, I've always loved painting, and I've taken art classes all my life. And it's really like a good um, vice to just get all my emotions out and just being able to like get a piece of paper and draw or paint whatever I want to do. It's just always like therapy for me. So I've always enjoyed painting and creating things. So that's definitely my number one. Um, my number two is I love listening and learning from people. Uh, therefore, these two right here. Um, Corey is a teacher, so I always listen and learn from him. And my Coaching mother is teaching, as the great Vince Lombardi said. Yes. <laughs> well, my mother has been teaching me things since the day I was born. So I love listening and learning from her too. Um, I think it's just interesting. Instead of just always talking to sit back and listen and observe everything. Because I feel like you learn a lot more that way. And you just pick up on things that you wouldn't pick up before if you're just waiting for your turn to talk. So one of the other things I want to say about Number two is obviously other things that we're working on for you guys is that we were talking about a bunch of different books and one of the books that we're all going to read, I've, I've read it before, but obviously I'm going to go back and read it again is Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. 
because obviously Gracie and Chunky's generation, a lot of people in their generation, Generation Z, are really into Jordan Peterson's work. And so we're all going to read that book, come up with a bunch of questions, and discuss it. I'm going to have another one of my friends on. His name is Brian. He's going to come down from Orlando and because he's big into Jordan Peterson's work. He's actually my age and Jennifer's age, actually a few years older. And so we're all going to go through it, come up with a bunch of questions, and discuss it because it's, I mean, it's a really, really great book. And we've got some other ones, some Edgar Casey books that we're going to talk about, some cool things because one of the things that you'll see later on in Gracie's list is she's really into life after death. And that's something that Edgar Casey addressed in a lot of his readings. Okay. So um, next is I love listening to music. Um, I've always loved putting in headphones and just playing my favorite songs. I feel like it's definitely escape from reality in a way. And I get to relax and relate to someone else's life and how they express their life through their music. And I grew up around it. I've always loved learning about it. It's just something that has always stuck with me and something that I'll never grow out of. Um, next is I love laughing and making other people laugh. I feel like sometimes the world gets a little too serious and we need a little humor to brighten up the, mute, the mood. Um, a lot of times in class or... Um, in college, sometimes you have to break up the awkward silence with a joke. And I feel like that's what I'm best at. And sometimes at the wrong times, sometimes at the right times. But regardless, I make at least one person laugh when I do it. So that makes me happy. Um, I love helping people make decisions. I feel like when you're guiding someone through a decision-making process, it's kind of fun to not be a part of it if it's a bad decision or like something that could put their life on the line but it's fun to just guide someone and help them figure out what path they want to take I feel like it's rewarding in a way too when they make the right choice um kind of like what Corey does because you're a life coach and you guide people every day so I enjoy that I enjoy helping others the interesting thing about life coaching is life coaching is strategy because basically people have problems or challenges in their life that they're trying to solve. And especially when it comes to relationships, they're emotionally invested in what's going on. We make our decisions based upon our emotions and we use logic and reason to justify those particular decisions. And so the, what I love about Gracie is that Jennifer has obviously instilled a lot of the things that she's learned from me over the years in Gracie. And when I watch her talk on camera, especially when I'm watching some of the videos and the podcasts and things that we've shot in the past, I listen to things that come out of her and she sounds like me when she's talking. And it's just, it's cool because she kind of channels it. And you can tell she's got a natural gift. Obviously she's 19 and she doesn't have a, a ton of life experience, but when you hear the stuff come out of her, it, you, know, you hear that for her young age, she's got a lot of wisdom. And so part of the work that we're doing here, and obviously one of the things that she loves helping people make decisions 
is that's a big part of what I do is strategy. It might be strategy getting an X back or strategy at, at getting a job when somebody's been unemployed for six months or somebody how to start a business and make it become successful. These are all things that we do here in our daily work. And so this is a passion of hers, a love of hers that she can fulfill or scratch that itch just by what we sit here and do here. And so the purpose of going, you know, once you got your list, is that everybody's going to have these things their driving force needs. And the goal is to find a way to meet as many of these needs in your personal and your professional life as possible. Because the more you do these things, the more you're going to love it, the more you're going to enjoy it, the more you're going to obsess about it. And when you obsess about something, you'll, you will outwork your competition and nobody will be able to touch you because it doesn't really feel like work. It feels like playing, feels like effortless, kind of comes through you. And if you've watched any of the videos we've done in the past, when she starts talking, it's just stuff just flows through her and it's really cool to see that. Thank you. <laughs> so next I wrote that I love seeing and experiencing new cultures. Um, recently I've been traveling a lot and throughout my life and my travels, just being able to see people live their lives way differently than I live my life is very eye-opening and kind of humbling. Um, if that means going to countries that aren't really as um, successful as the country that we're in, or if that means going to countries that are excelling better than America is, it's just cool to see how different people live their lives and just kind of observing from them and taking in um, what they say and what they do. I don't know. I just, I've always enjoyed seeing the world in different ways. And how did you fund those adventures? <laughs> well, before I turned 18, um, my parents helped fund me, but recently I've been working and um, funding them myself, which I'm actually very proud of myself for because that's a first for me. But yeah, I, it's I hear hard. Your dad's happy about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very happy. It's hard to fund travel, though. It's I, I always want to travel and see things, but it's kind of restricting when you don't have the funds to do it. So when you do get a chance to travel, appreciate every single second and every moment of it because you might not get it again. But moving on. But um, it feels good to make your own money and be able to say, hey, I'm going to book a ticket. Exactly. I got to book two impulsive spur-of-the-moment trips this summer. And I booked both of them in the time span of maybe one month. I bought a plane ticket, hotel room, um, and uh, it worked. All of it worked out, but it was nice to just be able to have the money in my bank account to just throw down and go on the trip. So it's very rewarding also to travel. Um, next, I love being right and succeeding. I feel like when you're in an argument and you're trying to prove your point and you get your point right, it just feels so good to know that you were correct and know that you had the right knowledge to do it. Or when you finally succeed in either a sport, a job, a career, and just like the payoff that it gives you and the rewarding feeling, it just kind of suits you perfectly and it makes you feel like you're actually 
accomplishing things in your life. And I really like feeling that. Um, I love watching other people live their oh, lives. Hold on. Hold on a second. I got a little something to say. Okay. So the about the being right, obviously the I knew more, that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. The more that you apply the things that you learn from me, the more that you're going to be right in your life. Obviously a perk of working together. Because mm. these are the stuff that I ch- – that I teach is really the cheat codes to life. I mean, learn it a lot easier. Yeah, it makes it easier. You don't. It doesn't take you thirty, forty years to figure this shit out. You can just learn it now. So that's one of the ways us working together help you learn that. I have Be a lot right. of really smart friends who know their. They know their facts. So. And you get a little cranky yeah, when, when I get you're in an not argument right. With them. And obviously, around me, you're used to me being right more than you are. Yeah, <laughs> and you get a little cranky. <laughs> it just she gave me the look of death one day when we were we were filming. I was, t- I can't remember what you couldn't breathe through your nose that day. It was all clogged up, and I was telling you to put some emergency and some salts in it. And you're like, it doesn't work. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was definitely running late that day. Yeah, something. <laughs> She was a little. I saw the prickly side of her first. I know that side. Yeah, the cranky, grumpy. She got that from you, obviously. You've been cranky with me plenty of times. Maybe. I like being guided a lot, but when people tell me what to do and I don't want to do it, it puts pressure on me, and then I feel like I'm being attacked, and then I go into full defense mechanism mode. We were talking about that in the car today. I feel like I have to overcompensate and. I don't know. I get very defensive sometimes, but I'm working on it. I'm growing every day. Um, I love watching other people live their lives. I think it's really cool to observe. Can you be good for the NSA? <laughs> I guess you could say that. Um, not in like a creepy like stalker way, but just like I love – Keeping up with people. Like, there's so many internet. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, love the Kardashians, but not them. I'm just saying I love watching people along their journey, even if I don't know them. Like, it's cool to watch how people display their lives. It's cool to watch people display their lives on the internet and just, like, watch along, even if you're not, if you don't know them personally. Like, I just feel like I know them personally because they put their life on the internet and it's just cool to observe and watch them content on the internet and a lot of people who post their lives and show how they live and for some reason I'm so drawn to that and I love just watching people succeed and watching them go about their days and it's just so entertaining for some reason I don't know why no it's inspiring yeah. It's inspiring to watch other people grow. Mm-hmm. And that's how you learn. You you can learn so much by observing other people. So if you're watching other people on the internet and they're out there, they're your age. She watches a lot of YouTubers or TikTok people. They're her age. They're 19, 20, 22, whatever. They're millionaires. They they've tapped in. They're they're succeeding. And that's so inspiring for a 19-year-old to observe. You can learn so much by just observation. Instead of becoming envious, resentful, 
full of, you know, anger that you don't have it, why not observe how other people are doing and learn from it? You know, mirror it, do that for yourself, match it. Oh, you know what they're doing? I could do that and I could do it better. And those people are like, I watch them in their YouTube and they're, they're showing their full personality and they're just like me. Yeah. And I feel like I'm their friend, even though I've never even met them before. And it makes me feel kind of like a comfort that they're my age, they're in the same spot as me, and they're succeeding and doing all this crazy stuff, which means I can do the same. Yeah, you can do the exact same thing. Mm. You are doing the exact same thing. (laughs) Big things have little beginnings. Very true. Yeah. Each video we do, each person that watches it, it's like you – the stuff that we, we do together, you'll notice that it'll get its own following and its own group of people that watch only those videos. And when it's just me, they won't care. <laughs> or when it's something with Chunky, they'll start being more interested in what Chunky has to say. And so it's cool. You you build your own little audience. Oh, um, the audience has no idea what type of Chunky content is about to come their way. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. <laughs> I'm so be good. ready. I'm, I'm so ready. Too. I'm so <laughs> Looking forward to the chunky content. Me too. Um, Okay. So moving along, I love making friends, socializing, and finding people I get along with. Um, It's such a good feeling when you walk into a room full of people you've never met and they include you and they get along with you and you have things to relate to. And instead of walking into a room with people who have cold feet and kind of glare at you. It just feels good to be accepted and feel like you're a part of something. And I just like meeting people and making connections and being able to say I have like all these friends who I love and actually aren't, they aren't just friends. They're like true people who I actually enjoy being around. And I feel like nowadays it's kind of rare to find those people, at least for me, because I tend to be a little picky based on my past friends and what I've learned from them. So it's really refreshing just to make good friends and socialize with other people. Um, I feel like it's rare to find those people nowadays that you really just like click with and you can walk into a room and not stop talking. Um, Sometimes that there's an awkward silence or you don't know how to approach the conversation, but just meeting those people that flow and you just feel like you already know each other before meeting them. It's like the best feeling ever and like making new friends, going out, socializing with people, even if you're never going to see them again. It's just so fun to share your opinions with other people and then get their opinions about life back. It just gives you kind of a new perspective of life and everything. 